Hallelujah. By the grace of God, it's a month of constant fellowship. And we are looking at becoming pillars of the kingdom. By the grace of God, the Lord spoke to me and said, next month is still going to be my month of constant fellowship. So let's just continue like We have not gotten there yet. We're going to look at the, the benefits of coming to church. Many of you don't know. We don't know what is happening to you. You just don't know. The, the blessing of being in the presence of the Lord. The blessing of coming to church. And you see, things are happening to you, but you don't know they are happening to you. And you will know how you miss the blessing of God. Today I'm looking at pillars of the kingdom part two. I mean, in Matthew 16, verse 18, Jesus said, I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So the church belongs to Christ and it belongs to Christ alone. And please, we must count ourselves blessed to be building the church with him. You must understand that. The church doesn't belong to anybody here. I don't owe you. You are not my property. I think I told you a story two weeks ago about a pastor who called me from, I think, Taco or whatever. I said, he's selling his church. <laughs> so I asked him... <laughs> Uh, where is the land? He said, oh, I don't have a land. And I said, where is the church? Because I don't have a church. And then what are you selling? He said, oh, so I'm selling the people. <laughs> no, yeah. And I said, how much? He said, 150 Ghana. No, so every month or so, you give me 150, 150, 150. I said, how many members do you have? So there are eight. I'm selling them for you. And the person was serious. He told another pastor, told another pastor to tell me. He was trying to convince me that I should come and buy the people for him. Buy the church. Tell the person that you. <laughs> it's a long. I don't. I, I'm cutting it short. Like you laugh and laugh and laugh. Please help me tell the person that you. The pastor doesn't owe you. Tell the person you belong to Christ. Tell the person the church doesn't belong to the pastors. Tell the person the church belongs to Jesus and Jesus alone. So please, you must. All of us belong to Him. We are just privileged to be working for him. We are just representing him. We are just working for him. We are all servants here. Just that we are chief servants working for him, that's all. But all of us belong to one person and that person is Christ. He said, I will build my church so the church belongs to him. So nobody should start say, hey, Pastor Nicholas Church, uh, the pastor's church. No, 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 no. Nobody has any church anywhere. It belongs to him. We are just privileged to work for. So whatever you do here, whatever you contribute, whatever you give, you don't give to a man. You give to the owner of the church. That is Christ. You must understand. It's better you get this before it's too late for you. I'm telling you. So we, are, we must count ourselves blessed and privileged to be working with this wonderful savior of ours. Now three major things that makes a building. Um, we spoke about foundation. We spoke about um, pillars. And we spoke about blocks. But our emphasis, our emphasis are mostly on the foundation and the pillar because that's what makes a building. Because now people are even stopping using blocks to build. Hallelujah. That's right. So when you hear simply, it means a pillar. Now the church is also God's house or God's building. You must understand that the church is also God's house and God's building. According to 1 Timothy three fourteen and 15. Can we please look at that place? Those things are right to you though I hope to come to you shortly. But if I am delayed, I write so that you may know how you ought to conduct yourself in the house of what? Which is the church. So the church is also like a house that God is building. So the church, you must understand that the church is also the house of God, which every house must have foundation and must have what? Pillars. That's it. So the church must be seen as the house. So this is the God's building, God's house. And the foundation is no other person. According to 1 Corinthians 3, 11, let's look at that place. Listen to what he said. For no other foundation can any man lay than which is laid, which is who? Jesus Christ. So the foundation of the house, what is the church, is who? Is Christ. Please, you must understand that. So the church sits on Christ as its foundation. That is a reason why you cannot destroy the church. If you can destroy the church, then you must destroy Christ first. If the church really truly comes from God, the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. I'm telling you. Amen. So Christ is our foundation. And if Christ, and if the church is God's building and has foundation, that is Christ, then we must also understand Paul himself also said in 2 Corinthians chapter number 6, the verse 1. He said, we then, as workers together with him also, 
plead with you not to receive the grace of God in what? In vain. So we are working together with who? With Christ to build the, the church. Don't forget that. God alone is not building the church. God is building it with us. That's what Paul said. As workers together. And we are working to build the church. He is the foundation. And we are the pillars. That is a reference that Paul made in uh, Galatians chapter number 2. The verse 8 and 9. So Christ is the foundation. Then we are working together with him to build the church. So we represent the pillars according to Galatians chapter number 2. The verse um, 8 and 9. For he who worked effectively in, the, in Peter, the apostle to the circumcision and on the, effectively in the, toward the Gentiles. Look at the verse 9. James, Peter, and John, those reputed to be pillars, they are known to be pillars. Pillars in the church. Christ is the foundation, and we represent the pillars of the building. That's how it is. So God is always looking for pillars in the church that he can make reference to. Very much important. Please, you must understand that. So God is not working alone to build the church, but he's doing it with us to build it. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter number 3, verse 6, he said, I plant the seed. Apollo waters it, but it is God who makes it to do what? Grow. So we are all growing the church together. Christ is the foundation, and you are the pillars, and we are working together to build the church. I planted the seed, Apollo watered it, but God makes it to do what? To grow. I pray that God will make you a pillar in his church. Not just an ordinary block, anything, but you become a pillar in the house of God. Please tell the person, I pray that you become a pillar in the house of God. Amen. Please, I want you to understand that God is not building the church alone. He's doing it with us. He's doing it with us. And he needs us to work with him, to cooperate with him, to build the church. One day, Jesus said something to Peter that really touched my heart. I was surprised to hear that from Jesus himself. Look at John chapter number 21. From verse 14 to 17. Something that Jesus said that really, really touches my heart. He said to Peter, John 21, the verse 14 through 17. He said, this now, the third time, Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. Because after, and when he died, they all scattered and uh, everybody, Peter went to fishing and all that. But when Jesus rose, he appeared to them and met Peter and said, when he had finished, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you truly love me more than these? Yes, he said, you know that I love you. And Jesus said, if you really love me, feed my what? Who are the lamb? The church, the people. That is the reason why Paul was bold enough to say in the church, in the church at Jerusalem, Peter, James, and John are seen as what? Pillars. And Jesus said to Peter, he said, if you really love me, feed my church. Christ is the foundation. He's not building the church alone, but he's doing it with us. Please, you must be counted in the church. You must matter. You must matter. I'm telling you. You must matter. You must matter. You must be somebody who is very relevant and important. When I say important, I don't mean anything, but somebody who is really involved. You are part of what is happening. Amen. Jesus said to Simon and Simon, do you truly love me? He said, yes, Lord. You know that I love you. Jesus, take care of my sheep. The last verse. The third time he said to Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time. Do you really love me? He said, Lord, you know all things and know that I love you. And Jesus replied, feed my sheep. I pray that many of you will graduate from being an ordinary member and become somebody who will be feeding the sheep, the people of God. Amen. When you say somebody is feeding the church, you understand? Yeah. He said, be a pastor. Take up the people. Many of you here, by the grace of God, I have to pray for you and force you to become pastors. Yeah. So if you are past that level, you know that you have a heart to work for God. I don't know what that fear, whatever it is. I pray that by the time we are, we are done with this, many of you will come and make yourself available. Pastor, I said, can I open the branch at uh, Ashaman Zone 2? Can I go to Zenu Atadeka? Can I open a branch at Achimota? Look at, don't look anywhere. Look at my face. I'm talking to you. 
I see your level changing to the glory of God. You are not going to be a spectator in the church, but you are beginning to work for God and to do something for God. Let that grace come upon us in the name of Jesus. Tell the person, we are building the church with Christ. Tell the person, we are building the church with Christ. Tell the person with conviction, we are building the church with Christ. Hallelujah. So Jesus is the foundation and we are the human pillars who stand for the church to go on. People of God, God is looking for people like that. God is looking for men and women who will stand strong as pillars to build his church. God is, look, God is always looking for people. He said, pray that the Lord of the harvest will bring in the laborers. God is looking for people every day to stand as pillars. God is looking for them. Pillars, those who are, I mean, they are there. They are there. Glory to God. I pray that when the history of Christ Jubilee is being written, your name shall be mentioned as a pillar. As what? As a pillar. One day we were in Nigeria and we were Bishop Edipo and he made mention of uh, Bishop Abiyoye. I will never forget this. He said, this man is due for honor eternally in this ministry. I was so touched. Said, really? He's due for honor eternally. Said, when you go to the Kodesh, there's a place in, at the church where they have the church. They have written all the members who have helped, supported the church. When they die, they've written all their names there. It's a place for them. When we be that main church, we'll do the same thing. Now I'm telling you. So, so, and so, he did this. So, so, and so. God, like that, you see. Yeah, God. I was telling them last Friday. I wish, uh, this place is too small. But no, why not that, please? Uh, better be in the church. I'm, I'm here forever. <laughs> my, my home, my hometown, everything is a church. Everywhere. Because whatever, my life is just, it's, it's all about the church. Amen. You see, that's what the early churches used to do. When the Catholic church buy land, they put their church there and they put cemetery inside it. It's not really these days that now people are becoming so that they now they separate the cemetery from the church. But yeah, they bury the people around the church compound. It's, it's today that you are getting, you can't buy land. Many of you, if we don't even bury you in the church, your name will even your, your name will be there. You will bring people to your tomb. This uncle Abbott, he did that and that, that. He was in charge of this. He did that, that, that for the church. And, uh, and when he was 132 years, the Lord called him to glory. It's good to remember. It's good to do what? Remember. You never do things for God and God forget them. No. Man may forget, but God will never forget. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Blocks are not remembered. Sons are not remembered. Those of you are born son to be when it rains, it's a piano in our call. But you can't move certain things. I pray that your level in God and the things of God is changing from today. In the name of Jesus. Now, what does human pillars do to the church? Or why are human pillars so important to the church? The first reason is that they are the core strength of the building. For the, or, or the church, or they are the core strength of the building or the church. Christ is their foundation, and our foundation is firm. It's not moving. Our foundation can never be moved. But the pillars are also the core strength that supports the foundation to be more stronger. That makes pillars very important in the church. Don't forget, our foundation is very solid, but the human pillars also makes the church stronger and stronger. <laughs> Apart from the structures of the Catholic Church, one of the things that have made the Catholic Church one of the strongest church on earth. And the second thing is about the, the pillars that the Catholic Church have. People have been in the Catholic Church for about 60 years. 70 years. Many of you here, by the time you die, may God forbid, we don't know the number of churches that you change. Even as you are sitting here, you can number the number of churches you have been into. And you don't even know this one, whether this one is your last or this one will be your, we don't even know. I'm telling you, at one place, strength. This pillar that you see here, you will never go and come, and that this pillar will not be there. Is it like that? Can you imagine you, you go and come back next Sunday, and this pillar will not be there? If this pillar is not there, the building will not be there, or the building will not be even be strong the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. So human pillars in the church are the core strength that makes the church very strong. Can 
you please help me ask the person as you, are you making the chest stronger or you're making it weaker? Don't let the person answer you. Are you making Christ Jubilee stronger or you're making it weaker? Maybe today is going to be very interactive. Can you help me ask the person next to you? Is your presence in the church making the church stronger or weaker? Is your presence or Adamsa? Ask the person or Adamsa. Hallelujah. So pillars in the church, these are the people that they call strength. They are people who stick with you no matter what the situation may be. Hmm. No matter the challenge, no matter the difficulty, they are there with you. They decide to be with you forever. So the human pillars makes the church, they are the core strength. They are the core strength. Whether the pastor is there or not, the church still moves on. Is that not so? It moves on. Can you imagine? Our church is not like that. For example, like, I'm not around, I've traveled. Because I've traveled, people don't come to church. You, you are a sand. You're not even a rich sand. No, you know what I mean? No. Whether any pastor is there or not, the church must still move on. The church must still go on. You must still be present because you are not coming to man. You are coming to who? You are coming to God. Many of you, you only come to church when you hear that there is a prophet coming. I have a problem. Mercy on you. This Friday, we are having all night and we are inviting one prophet friend of mine at the Spinters. You will see the number that will come to church. You see those who come to you all night. Do you know the reason why? We are coming because of man. We want to come in here. You are sand. You have not even reached the level of blocks. Not because I've said this, you will not be coming over. Human pillars, they are there with you no matter what. Whether somebody is there or nobody is there, they are there. They are there. Whether the person gets healed or not, the college do not do miracles. Have you seen the college doing miracles? Now you see them so going. You don't see a, a Catholic pastor who's everybody hey, stand up. Hey, who? Touch, touch. One, two, receive one, receive two. Hey. But go there and see. Their, their service starts sometimes seven. Where are our, our houses? Start at seven. And before so you see cars trooping in. Trooping, 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 trooping. Oh, not young, young, small boys. Oh, elderly people. They can wake up early and go to church. But look at you. Small boy, small girl like you. You can't wake up early and come to church. And you are calling yourself a pillar. You are not a pillar. Even son, you are not even a red son. Mercy on you. Tell the person, change, change, change. It's time for you to change, change. So human pillars are the core strength of the church. And you see, they, they are stick with you forever. In John chapter number 6, from verse 6 to four, I think we read that scripture. Let me just repeat it to you. It's very interesting. They are the core strength. Ah. John 6, 64 to 68. Yet there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus had known from the beginning which of them did not believe and who would betray him. He went to say, this is why I told you that no one can come to me unless the Father has enabled him. From this time, many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him. Can you imagine people left Jesus? Then do you not want to leave me too? Do you? Jesus asked the twelve. The people are going, will you also go? And listen to what they said. Simon Peter answered, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. This is a pillar. Pillars are co-strength. They are with you forever, no matter what happens. Glory to God. And when you find such people, you you have found the strength of the church. The strength of the church depends on those who are there with you forever. This is the strength of the church. Not people you can't count on. Not people you can't depend on. Not people you can't even tell their stand. There are people, there's some of you here, we can't tell your stand though. No, I'm telling you. No. There's some of you, we can't tell your stand. We don't know whether you are left or right. Or you are in the center. But there are some also you can tell this person who is with you. No matter what. May you become such a person in the name of Jesus. I said, may you become such a person in the name of Jesus. Paul was one man who was surrounded with a lot of pillars. A very great man of God. A very great man of God with great strength. I pray that the Lord will help us that your presence in the church will matter and your presence in the church will count. You are stick in this church forever. 
but some that their minds are not stable, you can't even tell their minds or what they are up to. In Second Chronicles chapter 21, the verse 20, very powerful scripture there. Let me, let's start from verse 19. Jehoram was 32 years old when he became king. In the course of time, at the end of the second year, his bowels came out because of the disease. And he died. He did something wrong, so the Lord decided to punish him. His people made no fire in his honor. Can you imagine? This is a king, oh. A king who died, and nobody... Ah, in the course of time, at the end of the second year, his bowels came out because of the nephru and his intest, everything came out. And he died in great pain. His people made no fire in his honor as they had for his fathers. The most touching part is in verse 20. Jehoram was 32 years old when he became king. And he reigned in Jerusalem for eight years. He passed away to no one's regret. It means that his absence didn't matter. He passed away with no man's what? Regret. My question to you this morning, when you are not in church, who will miss you? Who will miss you? He passed on without anyone. There are people that when they are not even there, you are happy they are not there. Because their presence causes more trouble than their presence. When you are not around, who will miss you? There are people when they are not in church, you can easily know. There are others when they are not in church, you cannot even no, 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 no. They can be absent out of church for about one month, two months, three months. You never know that this person has not been coming. Help me tell the person from today, let your presence count. Let your presence count. For good, but not for evil. Tell the person for good. Let your presence count for evil, but not for evil. Hallelujah. Yeah. There are people that want to come to church. Even the entire offering changes. I hear you have gone home. There are some also, whether when they come or not, you can see that the thing is still the same. May you become that person in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I see your presence counting from today. I said, I see your presence counting from today. Make your presence be felt. Make your presence to be felt. And may the Lord help us to do so in the name of Jesus. One woman in Acts chapter number 9, verse 36 through 42. Who's, the, this woman's life was so touching in the to the point that when she died, the, peop- the, the people refused to bury her. Yeah. When the lady died, the people refused to bury her. Said, no, this woman cannot die. Ah, this lady can never. She can't leave the church. She can- no, 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 no. She must come back. No. In Joppa, there was a disciple named Tabitha, which I mean, translated Dorcas, who was always doing good and helping the poor. About that time, she became sick and died and her body was washed and placed in an upstairs. When somebody died, what do you do? You bury the person. Lida was near Joppa. So when the disciples heard that Peter was in Lida, they sent two men to him and asked him, please come at once. There are people that when they are sick, you rush and go. Hmm. Somebody say, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> you see, not that pastors are being selective or biased, but sometimes you can see that because of what people do for God, one day I need you are moved and you are tasked to go, to go into hell. Yeah, let me tell you. I believe that other people were dying in the church, but they did not send for no, 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 Peter. They said, You come, not just come, come quickly. Peter went with them, and when he arrived, he was upset to the room. Oh, the widow stood around him, cried and showed him the robes and other clothing that Dorcas had made while she was still with them. She was doing this. The lady was helping. The lady was assisting the church, doing, helping the poor, the needy, making sure that things were working. So Peter sent all of them and he got down on his knees and prayed. Turning toward the dead woman said, Tabitha, get up. She opened her eyes and seeing Peter, she sat up. He took her by the hand and helped her to help her, I mean, to her feet. Then he called the believers and the 
those imprisoned presented her to her alive. Verse 42. It became known all. I pray that your works, all the things you are doing for God will become known in the name of Jesus in the church. And many people, because of what you are doing for God, many people give their lives and surrender their lives to the Lord in the name of Jesus. When you are old and you are dead and gone, good things shall be said about you in the church. I said, good things shall be said about you in the church. Yeah. What good works are you doing in the church? May God help us. May you become like Tabitha in the name of Jesus. Why are human pillars so important? Number two, they support parts of the building or they support parts of the, the church and carry loads. Every pillar is not just there, but they carry certain level of loot or certain responsibilities. You can't be a pillar without responsibility in the church. Can you please help me as a person? What load are you carrying in church? What load are you carrying? Amen. There's a man and a wife, Priscilla and Akila, gave their house to the church for them to have church inside. So please do church here. And this man decided to follow Paul and the wife to help him and to build his ministry in um, 1 Corinthians 16.9. A lady also like Phoebe in uh, Romans chapter number 16. Give me that scripture. Okay, let's look at 1 Corinthians 16.19. The church in the province of Asia send you greetings. Aquila and Priscilla, that's a man and a wife, greet you warmly in the Lord. And so does the church that meets at their way. How many of you will give your houses for church? How many of you will give your lands? I want to give this land for church. I want to do this. I want to do that. Hallelujah. May God help us in the name of Jesus. In Romans chapter number 16, the verse where he said, I commend to you our sister Phoebe, a servant of the church in what? In St. I commend to you our sister Phoebe, a servant. Are you a servant? What are you in the church? What are you in the church? What are you? And that's a challenge. Many of us in the church doing nothing. You are not ready to do anything for God. Nothing. We come, we go, we come, we go, doing nothing for God. May God grace us to do something for him. In the name of Jesus. Human pillars support the building. They carry certain loads on them. Paul said concerning uh, Timothy, in Philippians 2, 18 to 23, to 23. You too should be glad and rejoice with me. I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon, that I also may be cheered when I receive news about you. I have no one else like him who takes a genuine interest in your welfare. I have nobody like this man. Can it be said about you? Can the pastors in the church say that we have nobody like you in the church? Somebody who's always available. Nobody. For everyone looks out for their own interest. And that's what is happening in the church. In the church, people are looking for their... They don't care about the church of God. They don't care. It's about themselves, self, 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 self. Nobody cares about the church of God. For everyone looks out for his own interest, not of those of Jesus Christ. Not of those. I pray that from today, your concern will be about the things of God. Not for self. Not for self. But you know that Timothy has proved himself because as a son with his father, he has served with me in the work of the... Uh, <laughs> Are you serving with us? Are you working with us? You see, one interesting about pillars is that pillars help to carry the load in the church. So the responsibilities are not only on the pastors, but others are also carrying the load together. Please help me as a person. What exactly are you doing? What exactly are you doing? <laughs> Can you ask a person, are you serving with us? Are you serving with the pastors? Are you working with the pastors? Are you working? See? Look at her. Look at. Don't look at your phone. Look at her. I hope therefore to send him as soon as I see how things go with me. I hope to do what? Send him. Listen to me. If you are not sendable, you are not a pillar. If we can't send you. Many of you, because your face, because of the way you made your face, we can't even send you. No, I'm telling you. And you see, because you are not committed, we can't send you. We can't send you. If you are looking for somebody to send, you will not even come to mind because you are not committed. No, you will not come to mind because you are not committed. If you are looking for somebody to open a branch, so to go and do something for us, you will not come to mind because, I mean, you are not, 
You're not competent. You're not consistent. We can't depend on you. We can't. So I hope to send him to you as soon as I see how things go with me. I pray that from there you become a sendable person. Somebody we can send. Somebody we can entrust responsibility. Ah. Yesterday I was very glad. A team of some of our members went to Obwase. Obwase. You know where Obwase is? If you are going to Obwase, you... I was so excited. They went on Friday to sleep. And came to when I was asking one of them this morning, the person said they arrive 11 p.m. in the night. If I call, I want to send you to a bossy to for a funeral. Hey, this one God is not speaking. You will give thousand and one excuses. From today, may you become sendable. Tell the person from today, may you become sendable. May you become sendable. As I look at the person, tell the person today, very interesting preaching. Tell the person from today, may you become sendable. We can send you. We can send you. We can send you. We can send you. That grace is coming upon us in the name of Jesus. I see you becoming sendable in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. And please listen to me. When you see a great ministry doing well, don't only look at the pastor, but there are people behind the pastor who are making things to happen. Always consider that. This church, as you see, like, there are people behind the ministry is anybody, anybody stand somewhere and say, that, oh, so for why are you lie? You lie. There are people who are put to make it to do what? To happen. There are people in the church, positioned one by one, doing this, doing that. What? People are working behind the scenes. Making things to do what? To work. So don't only look at a pastor. When you see a church flourish, a church doing well, there are people positioned, making it. Are you, do, are you among those people who are positioning and to make the church to move on, to thrive on? One day we went for a meeting with uh, Bishop Ajinasari, and there are members. Do you know that he has members in the church who the crusades that he does, who every month. So when you see a pastor doing crusade, he, he did not just stand there to do the crusade. Though. People who support the church with every month thousand dollars. Not gonna say so, Bishop, Bishop Ajinasari, thousand dollars every month. Making things to happen. When lighters wanted to buy their, their church land at uh, North Kanishi, Bishop Dab told us, he told us himself, he said, I went round to church members. That, that land was $1.5 million. Hey, you, you give $10,000, bring it around. If you have to go and get it, bring it hey, you. $500, you, $1,000, $2,000. You. So if you have come to your house, please bring $1,000. Hey! What's up? We said, what do we feel? You have come to my house to collect. How can a pastor come to a church member's house to collect money? Yeah. And those of you that I'm very close to because I want to be blessed, I will come to your house and ask you. Yeah. So when you see things working in the church, there are people making it to do what? Yeah. That Ashaman branch we just opened. Now they are using the car Uncle Ima gave to the church. That's the car they are using. Somebody gave us a brand new canopy from, uh, from Canada. And it's collapsible. You, the chairs they are sitting on, they have about 30 chairs now. Who bought those chairs? Is it not your money? Are you not being part of it? Are you not making the thing to work? That's how it is. So when you see that something is going on, there are people behind God is using to make the thing to work. May you become one of them. May you become one of them. I said, may you become one of them. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I see that grace coming upon you from today. I said, I see that grace coming upon you from today in the name of Jesus. Amen. So please decide that the Lord will use you to do that. Now, in conclusion, how to become a pillar in the church. Number one, it begins with decision. Decide to be one. Decide to be a pillar. From today, make up your mind. I want to be a pillar in Christ's jubilee. I am becoming a pillar in Christ's jubilee. I refuse to be an honorary church member who comes and go. I'm not too consistent. I'm not too committed. Nobody can tell. There are people who you can't tell they are standing in the church. You can't tell they are standing. Yeah. No, I mean, I've been here for some time, so I can tell you. There are people you can't tell they are standing, whether they are members or they are visitors. You can't tell. So decide to be one. Every great step in life begins with decision. And what you don't decide you don't become. 
Make up your mind to become a pillar. Make up your mind to do what? To become a pillar. Please go with me to Ruth chapter number 1 from verse 14 through 18. Ruth chapter number 1 verse 14 through 18. Ruth 1 14 through 18. Please fast for me. He said, At this they wept again, then Opa kissed her mother-in-law goodbye, but Ruth clung to her. Look, said Naomi, your sister-in-law is going back to her people and her gods. Go back with her. But Ruth replied, don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. Where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my what? And your God will be my God. Where you die, I will die. And there I will also be buried. May the Lord deal with me, be it ever so severe, if anything but death separates you and me. Look, the verse 18 is my emphasis. When Naomi realized that Ruth was determined to go with her, she stopped urging her. Decision. Decide I want to be a pillar. How many of you have decided to be a pillar in this ministry? How many of you have decided to continue to be a block in the church? <laughs> How many of you have decided to remain as a sand? Hallelujah. May that grace to become a pillar rest upon us in the name of Jesus. So from today, decide. Do what? Decide. I want to become a pillar. And I am becoming a pillar in the church. I am becoming. Glory to God. It begins with decision. May God help us to decide very well. God will never decide for you. must take the decision yourself. And the Lord will grace you. The second thing, how to become a pillar in the church. Make yourself available or avail yourself. Be present all the time. Decision is not enough. Apart from decision, you must make yourself available. Make time for church. Make time for the things of God. Stop those. You see, the excuses are becoming too much. The excuses are becoming too much in the church. And please, if you decide to do something for God and decide to become a pillar in the church, you will make time for it. You do what? You make time. If you decide that every Sunday I will never miss church, you can make it. No, 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 no. No matter whether it's a party, whether it's a funeral, no, please, I have to be in church. Nothing. And God will grace you to do that. God will grace you. Make up your mind. Decide. I'm going to be present all the time. Evening service, I'll be there. Wednesday, I'll be there. Friday, Prime Except maybe that, that thing is so crucial. But sometimes, interesting, when we close from church, even in the evening service, you still see our members walking around. Hey! Last Friday, we closed and we were going this way. We met one. The person was on, on bicycle. I said, hey! Mercy on you. <laughs> Please ask the person. Say, Edra, sorry, time. I am not Put it well for me. Where are you normally at? During Wednesdays, where are you normally at? Tell, ask the person. When is on Friday prayer meeting? Where are you normally at? Some of you watching TV. Some of your programs start by seven. We'll be our That's. <laughs> You can never miss program on television for church. No, ah, no, 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 no. Church for where? We are watching TV. So this football matches. Russia 2018. Hey. I pray that from today you shall put God first and the things of God first in your life. Make yourself available. Make yourself what? Make time for God. Make time for church. Don't absent yourself. Don't absent yourself. Make yourself, not only decide, but make yourself, I will be there. No matter the cost, I will be there. Some of you, you are jumping, you are kicking, and it's seven o'clock here. Church for where? You know, it doesn't even click with the church. Some of you don't even remember that we meet on Wednesdays and Fridays. You don't even know. As a person, are you like that? Are you that type? Are you the one the pastor is talking about? Are you the one pastor is talking about? Don't remember. So, shop or no presikasa. Hallelujah. Some even go to teach Sundays to come to church. They will go, they will, they will go and, and work. And what are you looking for? May God help us. I said, may God help us to avail ourselves. Luke 9, 57 to 62. Now, as they were walking along the road, a man said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus said, foxes have holes, bears of the air have their nest, but the son of man has no place to lay his head. He said to another man, follow me. But the man replied, Lord, first let me go and bury my father first. 
But Jesus said to him, let the dead bury their own dead. But you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Still another man said, I will follow you, Lord. But first, let me go back and say goodbye to my family. Jesus replied, no one who has put his hand into the plow looks back is fit for the service in the kingdom of God. Tell the person, make yourself available. And from today, stop the excuses. Stop the excuses. Let me go and bury this. Let me go and bury that. Let me go and do this. It's coming too much. I see every excuses you have been giving season from today in the name of Jesus. Receive that grace in the name of Jesus. Say after me, no more excuses. Number three, take responsibility in the church. Be responsible for something in the church. Be involved. Work for God in the church. Do something for God. Amen. I said, work for God. And you'll be blessed. Have affection toward God and towards his house. Work, 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 work for God. Be a soul winner. Be part of the things happening in the church. In Luke 22, the verse 27, listen to what it says. Very powerful scripture there. For who is greater? The one who is at table or the one who says, it is not the one who is at the table, but I am among you as one who does what? Who serves. As a person, are you serving or you are being served? Jesus said, I'm among you as one who does what? Who serve it. I am always serving. And people are going, you can never serve God and serve his, and serve his house for your life to remain the same. I see God blessing you because of your service. I said, I see God blessing you because of your service in his house. The responsibilities you are taking in church, you are cleaning, you are doing evangelism, you are helping to open the branch and all that. Whatever role you are playing in the church, I see God blessing you. Uh, last Friday, I read a scripture in Second Chronicles 24, 15 and 16 about a certain priest, Jehoada. Now, Jehoada was old and full of years. And he died at what age? 130. May you grow old like that. I said, may you grow old like that. I believe one of the reasons why God made him to grow old was because of verse 16. He was buried with the kings in the city of the... Was he a king? But I said, he was buried with the kings in the city of David. Why? Because of the good he had done in Israel for God and his temple. He was buried among the kings because, not because he was a king, but because his affection toward God and toward his place. Whatever you do for God will never go unrecognized. God will recognize and I reward you, etc. And they buried him in the city of David among the kings because he had done good in Israel, both toward God and towards his house. What good are you doing toward God? And what good are you doing toward the house of God? What you do for God determines your placement in life. From today, I see your level changing. Even in your death, you'll be dignified. He was buried among the kings. Not because of anything. But because of his affection. He's good toward God and towards his house and his temple. Pray that God will grace to be good toward his house. We will help to build the church. We will help to build the church. We will help to build the church of God. We will help to build the temple of the Lord. We will help to build it. We will stand as pillars, not just, not just as blocks, but we will stand as pillars to build the church. And as we are building, God sees it and God will reward us. I'm telling you. From today, let your focus change from self-centeredness and let your focus be on the house of God and how to build the church. And there is no way your life will ever, ever remain the same. I'm telling you. Yeah. You see, the reason why you are not getting what you are looking for because that you are focusing on material things. The things of God are not your concern. But if you make God your priority and the things of God your focus, all the things you are fighting for will come to you cheaply. Listen to me. I see somebody marrying you easily. Some of you, the men here, when you propose, the women don't marry you. But this time, because of your affection and your heart for God. It's not only men who bounce women. Women also bounce men. I see God rewarding you. I see God opening doors for you. I see God making a way for you. Glory to God. You'll be counted among the great, not the ordinary people. I said, be counted among the what? Because of your good toward God. You have a heart for God and his house.
May God help us. Can you please rise to your feet? Rise to your feet. Rise to your feet. Ah. Please, can we read the scripture one together, one to go? And they buried him, city of David, among the. And the reason, because listen to me, he was not allowed. He was not permitted to be buried among the kings. That's the reason why they gave the reason, because he had done good in Israel, both toward God and towards this house. How many of you are doing good towards this house? There's a challenge. I told the church last Friday, somebody bought windows, frames, organ, conquer for the church. And the person fought with the pastor. When the person was going, he carried all. He said, Pastor, give him all my louvers. Carried the louvers, carried the offering bowl, the conquer. He carried all the conquer away. Carried everything. Somebody was having a problem with the pastor, and he said, Please, all the tithes are paid. Calculate and give all to me. I'm telling you. Carry all the tithe and all my offerings. Put it all together. Give it to me. Brabaji, come for it. We don't have a heart for God and it towards his house. Listen, I'm showing you a secret this morning. If you don't hear anything today, listen to this, I'm telling you. If you have a heart for God and his house, you want the things of God to move on. There is a need to do. You want to do something for God. You want to advance the church of God. You want to do. And, and you are there. You will make yourself available and ready to do something. You are positioning yourself for greatness, but you don't know. I'm telling you. From today, let that be your passion. Let that be your desire. That you will be good toward God. Yenyame papa. You'll be good. God doesn't need anything from you. But be good toward God. Yenyame papa. Why are there? Let God say that you have done. You have done me good. You have done me good. Let God say that concerning you. Be good to, toward God. Be good toward God. When it comes to God, be good. When it comes to God, be good. So if you are good to people, you are good to. When you make sure, show. When you see people, you make all kinds of things. But when it comes to God, be good toward God. Be good toward His house. If as far as the house of God, be good toward it. Some of you very soon be putting your name on the church buildings that you are building. It's going to be a memorial of his entry. Put your name there. Susan Yemedi Memorial Temple, Christ Jubilee Center. Adwabo Memorial Temple. Afishetu Memorial temple. <laughs> Put your name there. Tell the person to be counted in the church. Be counted. Help me as the person to say, are you, are you a committed member or you are that on and off type? Mm-hmm. Can you ask the person, can we tell you are standing in the church? Can we tell you are standing in the church? Can we tell you are standing in the church? Some of you only are not coming to church. You don't tell any. Nobody knows your whereabouts. You don't tell, and you are you 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 want to force us to know where you are, and you have not told anybody. Hey, when God appeared in the garden, He asked the man. He said, "Where are you? Tell me where you are." You are not coming to church. You don't care to tell anybody, and you. I mean, you, I mean, you want us to figure out by force to know that why you are not around. Hey, when you are not coming to church, you don't tell. You tell anybody. Who do you talk to when you are not coming to church? You don't care. You don't care. You don't come to church for two weeks. You you, you are expected to, for somebody. Who did he? Where are you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where do we look for you? Even God asks, where are you? Please let us know where you are. Then we'll come. We'll come and look for you. Mercy. It's not good to miss church. But even if there's an agency, you have to travel. There is something critical that because of that you can't come to church. Let us know. And we have all numbers. All the leaders' numbers. The Departments, their numbers are there. Uh, covenant family group, you, you, because you belong to a covenant family group, you call your leader. Call anybody. Please, um, so I, can, I may not be able to make it. I have a funeral. This, I have to be there. It's, it's, it's a mass. That's a good member. That's a pillar. When's the last time you called the one? You're like, you don't even mind. You don't even mind. Receive the grace to become a pillar in the church. In the name of Jesus. 
Say after me, say in the name of Jesus. Father, from today, increase me to be good toward you and towards your house. So that my destiny can be changed for the better. In the name of Jesus. Say after me, say in the name of Jesus. Father, from today, I refuse to be a block. I refuse to be an non-entity in the church. But I received the grace to become a pillar. From today, I will be committed. From today, I will be consistent. From today, I will be available. In the name of Jesus, help me to be committed in your house. In the name of Jesus. No matter the situation. You are praying the last prayer. You are telling God, as I show goodness toward you and toward your house, remember me, Lord, for good. In the name of Jesus, Lord, as I show goodness and commitment toward you and toward your house, remember me for good. In the name of Jesus, let my destiny and my life and my generation and my children never be the same. In the name of Jesus, everybody lift up one hand and say after me, say in the name of Jesus. Father, from today, I receive the grace to remain in your house forever. I believe from the deepest of my heart, this is where you have brought me. I belong to you and to Christ's Jubilee. I decree from today, I am established in this house forever. I will be committed. I will be available. I will work for God. And my destiny and my life will never be the same. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Now, according to your declaration, so shall it be done unto you in the name of Jesus. I declare you blessed. Because you have made up your mind and to decide to remain in the house of God, I decree that the Lord will visit you in a supernatural way. Your destiny will never be the same. You are blessed, in Jesus' name. Amen.